Looking for something different this Thanksgiving? Take your family to the National Army Museum in Alexandria, Virginia. Just minutes from I-95 with free admission and parking. This is the perfect holiday outing for families of every size. You'll love the flight and tank simulators, 300-degree theater, and interactive training center. And you'll come face-to-face with rare and never-before-seen artifacts from Army history. It's all at the National Army Museum, with shopping and dining, too. Open on Thanksgiving Day and all weekend long. Plan your visit at usarmymuseum.org. Hey, are you looking for a show with no spin, with no jazz, without all the noise? Well, welcome. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. If you're looking for that type of show and that type of action and some straight out real talk, real news, real Bible conversation, you have made it to the right podcast. Body of Christ Real Talk is for you. Love you all. Peace out. Stay tuned for Body of Christ Real Talk. Hello, hello everybody. Welcome. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Body of Christ Real Talk. Welcome to the show. All right. Previously, I made uh, a podcast about uh, a survey that was taken by this uh, Christian station this Christian network that's called CBN. It might be the same as the 700 Club, but it might be just something that they have extra, but it's, it's called CBN. It's the Christian Broadcasting Network. And I was I was explaining a survey they done with Christians, or they believe to be Christians, uh, about Christians' faith. They don't believe in God as much as they're leaving the faith and, uh, you know, how weak is their faith have become since the two years of the pandemic. And I done a video on that. I gave I gave you uh, uh, my perspective on that, you know, and my evaluation about the whole thing and everything, not to belittle C, uh, CBN, anything like that. No, it has nothing to do with that. You know, I think it's good that you it's OK. In, in other words, to take surveys and stuff like that, you know, if that's what if that's what you like doing. And sometimes it might help other people. And stuff like that, you know, when you take surveys like that. But I've I, I done a podcast on that, and I would like you guys and ladies and gentlemen to go check it out. And uh, let me know what you think about it. Leave a comment or something like that. If you have something to say about it, or you have a comment, or have something to add, or even take away, just leave a comment. I, I encourage that, you know, because it helps me. And also... Uh, it helps my algorithms and everything like that. So my uh, my, uh, my uh, content can get, can get out there much more to other people, the saved and the unsaved, okay? All right. Hello, everybody. This is Joseph. Joseph Brownlee. Hello. Good morning. Good mid-morning. Good afternoon. Good mid-afternoon. Good evening. Good mid-evening, as I often say, and to my night listeners, Hello around the world. Now, I want to say a special thank you and a hello to my listeners, my international listeners, which is in Spain and wherever else you are at. I forgot to, it's Spain and Germany. I want to say hello, hello, welcome to Body of Christ 
Real Talk. Now, if there's any other listeners internationally out there, please leave a comment or just uh, say a hello and tell me what you think about the program. But I thank you, international listeners, for listening to my show. I really appreciate that, okay? And for the ones even in the USFA that listens to my show, uh, I do this show in Chicago. I live in Chicago now. I'm I'm also from Chicago, and I live in Chicago right now, and I do all my podcasts here in Chicago. Believe it or not, on a smartphone. 98 to 99% of my shows is from my smartphone. I'm going to give a story of that, on that later on, but the majority of my shows are on my smartphones. And the majority of or all of my uh, podcasts is unedited. It's just straight out unedited you know no spin type of show so you're going to hear everything you're going to hear sounds you're going to hear mistakes you're going to hear laughter you're going to hear maybe a few grunts and snorting and stuff like that and if that's not for you i can understand you know but right now i'm new to the podcast business a little over a year now i have two podcasts i have a bible uh study podcast as well or bible teaching called connecting the dots you can find that on spotify you can find that on spotify okay formerly anchor now it's just Spotify podcasting, okay, for the ones that don't know. So uh, that's how my podcast is all about. That's how I, that's what I put out and everything. So all my podcasts so far over a year and a half is unedited. It's unedited, okay? So what you hear is what you're going to get. It's nothing tucking out and everything like that. It's, it's uh, me going all the way through my podcasts and my shows for the ones that's new to Body of Christ real talk whether you hear from the US of A or international listeners this is what you're going to get straight out real talk it's not going to be no nonsense over here it's, it's, I'm very open I'm very transparent You, I, I laugh at myself and I think that's a good thing where you can laugh at yourself and everything I like to keep it that like we're just talking we in this room this little room and I just invited a few people over and we just having a ball we're just talking about the Bible and just talking about events and everything unedited and everything you know just clean laughter funny silly and then very serious conversations about different topics different subjects you know without no spin we're just giving it all out there throwing it all out there and keeping it real we do not have to agree it's not about agreeing but we do put our own perspective and our own spin on everything and then we just put it in a bible perspective that's how i like to look at this show this show is something like that i just talk about different events and i i give you the best information that I can. I like to call myself an informationist. I like making up names. <laughs> an informationist. I like uh, an awareness person. I use that term as well. Giving out information about different topics. You know, because uh, a lot of people don't know what's going on. They, they haven't heard of the things that's going on. Well, I bring up sometimes, and I'm pretty sure they don't because when it comes to the world events or even some local events, but mainly the world events, especially when it comes to politics and, uh, excuse me, culture or the entertainment world, or, you know, or just, uh, you know, whatever. 
you're not gonna get or healthy news or whatever like that you know or uh, how to make money and different things like that what I do put out there I put out there the, I try to get the best content that I can and I just put it out there now I can it's some things I can work on but I try to make it as plain as I can when I talk to my listeners my old and new listeners whoever downloads my show Whoever downloads my show, I try to give them the best content that I can unedited. Let me say that again. I try to give you all the best content that I can unedited. Okay? So you might, like I say, you hear sounds and different things like that. And I, and I try to make it as well as I can. And I, I can only do so much on the phone. And Lord's willing, when I get my studio set up, it's going to be much better than I will put some editing in there. But the majority of it still is going to be straight out unedited, you know, topics and uh, subjects, etc. and stuff like that. Now, with that long introduction, uh, <clears throat> the reason I want to talk about a few things, because this is just like talking about a topic without even planning it. You know, this is one of my spontaneous uh, podcasts because I'm a spontaneous person. I just pick it up and I just talk. And it, for the ones that listen to me, you know, I said it quite or have, or have been listening to me, know that I'm just a spontaneous podcaster. You know, I don't I don't write it down. I don't pre-plan a lot. It might come to my head, come to my head. And I just say, let me talk about that. Or I hear something or I read something. I say, well, let me add to that. Let me talk about this or something that's bothering me. Let me get that out or something just, uh, you know, make me joyful. Let me get this out. So that's the way I do. I'm a spontaneous podcast and probably different from a lot of other people. They do they searching and stuff like that. I do research, too. I'm, I'm Yes, I'm into researching. But when it comes to talking about the topic, I just jump on it. I just jumped on it. On it, you could, uh, and you would know. And I'm talking about the ones that never listened to me. That made my curiosity listeners. Sometimes you could tell the difference because the ones that I plan to do, I might have audio sounds or audio tapes and different things like that. I call them video on audio because I say that because you can't see them because of course it's audio, and I have them video on audio, and I I planned that a little bit, and I I just uh have set up which ones are going to show whatever like that but really that's still spontaneous I don't plan that I just do it I just do it because I have confidence of what I want to do or what I want to say because it's what unedited I don't spend a lot of time trying to make nothing perfect or nothing like that I just put it out there you know so you get the good with somewhat the bad now, I don't mean bad is a bad show but you know not the the, the perfect uh, uh, well how can I put that orator or anything like that but what you're going to do you're going to get some information that I really have sincere heart for of getting it out there to my listeners so that's what this show is all about body of Christ real talk body of Christ is the church the body of Christ is the church of today so for the ones who don't know understand why I call it body of Christ the body of Christ is the church of the day that's the term that was used by the Apostle Paul in all, thir not all 13 of his letters, Romans through Philemon, but several of his letters, he mentions the body of Christ, the church. That's the church of today, the body of Christ, not the kingdom church, not the kingdom church. The kingdom church is postponed and predominantly Israel. 
the kingdom church, but the body of Christ is Gentiles and Jews, predominantly Gentiles. You see the difference? The kingdom of heaven church under Jesus' earthly ministry and Peter and the twelve was predominantly Jews and a few Gentiles, you know. But the body of Christ is predominantly Gentiles with some Jews. In other words, the body of Christ is uh, mainly for the whole world, all nations, while the kingdom of heaven church was predominantly only for Israel, but exceptions for some Gentiles. You follow what I'm saying? So the church today is the body of Christ. Reason I am saying this, because let me piggyback off yesterday. Uh, about the true meaning of being a Christian. And remember when I said the Christian, Christian, the word Christian or the name Christian has been so abused and used so loosely today. Not only in the USFA, but around the world. The name Christian has been used so loosely and abused. There's many people call themselves Christian. And often a lot of them call themselves Christians. They're basing their Christianity on works or what they do or how good they are or how many times they go to church and stuff like that. It's always based, it's often based on works, always to often based on works, something they are doing. I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do this. It's basically off of works when people I call them self-claimed Christians. See, self-claimed Christians. These are the ones that claims to be Christian. They are self-claimed based on what they can do for God to please God. You understand what I'm saying? I call these self-claimed Christians. They never gave their life to Christ, but they feel they can get to heaven by what they do. Good works. See, good works. Now, then you have the true Christian, the believer that is part of the body of Christ. See, you have the true Christian. They know they are saved and they are saved. But you have this group base their salvation also on works, mainly uh, predominantly in the denominational church. They base the majority of their walk Looking for something different this Thanksgiving? Take your family to the National Army Museum in Alexandria, Virginia. Just minutes from I-95 with free admission and parking. This is the perfect holiday outing for families of every size. You'll love the flight and tank simulators, 300-degree theater, and interactive training center. And you'll come face-to-face -face with rare and never-before-seen artifacts from Army history. It's all at the National Army Museum, with shopping and dining, too. Open on Thanksgiving Day and all weekend long. Plan your visit at usarmymuseum.org. To those who visit Mickey D's for their favorite breakfast item and then go somewhere else for coffee, give this Mickey D's brew a second chance. The glow up was real. Try any size iced coffee brewed with 100% Arabica beans for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with a savory sausage McMuffin with egg for $2.79. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba on works what they do see and some of them even base their walk with Christ of keeping a salvation on staying away from sin 
you have these groups of believers, these groups of Christians. Now I'm talking about real Christians. And you have other Christians that know what they are sure what they are salvation. They are sure what they are salvation. They're not so much in the word and not so much in study, but they still believe in an old traditional denominational way of teaching. In other words, the two Christian groups that I just mentioned, the last, the last two, uh, really don't rightly divide the word of God. They believe still in some type of works. They might not believe that you can lose your salvation, but they believe you can still please God by staying away from sin or doing some things. Not so much to lose their salvation, but to keep pleasing God, but keep being better, keep doing this and whatever like that. And some of them have social programs. They have these type of programs. They have uh, ec- uh, alcoholic anomaly programs they have a uh, sexual addiction programs you know it's, it's just different programs they do to help the church now nothing is wrong with that I'm good with that nothing is wrong with that but they make the they, uh, you got to be careful when you make the uh, the church somewhat of a, a social program okay a social program you know because you're doing a lot of things and trying to help do a lot of things yourself which is nothing wrong with that at all but anyways you know you got, you got to be careful that you don't want to become a socialist or a, a social program that's you know have these different secular ways of people being healed and whatever like that you know but why is i'm going there uh why why is i'm going there because when that survey uh was taken. I don't know how it was taken. I don't know if, like I said, I don't know if he was asking people uh, randomly that came out of a church or churches, or he was just asking. They was just asking. I'm not going to say he. He just was just announcing talking about it. But this professor was asking, you know, uh, people that was in the streets and everything like that. So you just don't know when it comes to uh, Christians saying they don't have a, a hunger for God no more, or they are losing their faith. You know, and the question that I ask that I often come to my mind when I hear the word church, like I reiterated the other night, when I hear the word church, this is me and many believers should be the same way, because the first thing you need to know is the, the definition of the word church. So when a believer reaction, when they hear the word church, not the secular way, not the carnal way people look at church buildings. But when you hear the word church, the first thing coming to your mind should be the spiritual church, the body of Christ, not a building, the people. It's a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual thing, not a physical church, but spiritual. So when I hear church, I think about body of Christ as a whole. And I program my mind to think that way. Why? And it's not wrong because that's the Bible way. The church is the ecclesia. The church is the assembly of believers. See, even when the Bible mentioned the church about three times, it talks about the church and the wilderness. The days of Moses and they was walking through the wilderness. That was their church. But they was all on one accord and believing, following Moses, even though the majority of them got destroyed and failed. The ones that were still left will still the church in the wilderness, as uh talked about, uh, or not so much explained, but it was preached by Stephen before his uh, death in Acts 7. 
the church in the wilderness. Then you talk about this other church when Jesus, when Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. What did Jesus say? He said, Simon Barjona. Then he said, on this rock, on what you said, I will build my church. That is the kingdom church. The church that's going to reign for a thousand years. That's the church that Jesus was talking about. He was talking about the kingdom church. Okay, the church that's going to reign on earth for a thousand years, not the fullness of times, you know, not the fullness of times, but this is just a thousand year reign on earth, earth for Israel. See, and a few of the nations that also followed in there and obeyed, you know, uh, the laws and stuff like that, the new covenant, the new testament, you know, those nations are going to be under Israel. Okay, so Jesus said on what Peter said, I will build this church. Their king is there. Now they will build their church. I, I, I'm going to do a deeper teaching on that on connecting the dots because this is really for believers. And you can get a better understanding as being saved as a believer when you listen to Connecting the Dots. You are welcome to go to Connecting the Dots, but you will not really get nothing out of it because you're, I take this very seriously. Your spirit man must be made alive. Your spirit man must be quickened, as the Bible says in the King James Version. Your spirit man must be quickened. Okay, let me get out of that because I don't want to get nobody, people that don't... Uh, don't understand the significance in the spiritual teaching of the Bible, the real grit of the Bible. Now, uh, <clears throat> that's and very important when people say they took surveys. I have nothing against the surveys. Uh, it's so many people call themselves Christians. And I explain the different type of people that call themselves. Some people just religious. And some people just believe in the morals of biblical Christianity. That's not being a believer. That's not being a true Christian of the body of Christ. Okay. I keep putting emphasis on the body of Christ. That's why I broke down all that because the church today over a, a couple of thousand years ago or a thousand or some years ago under the Apostle Paul teaches is the body of Christ. Before that, it was the kingdom church. And many people, that's what they're trying to live by now is Jesus' earthly ministry to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Jesus' earthly ministry with the twelve. Okay, most churches, and I mean this literally, most churches follow the teachings or try to follow the teachings out of the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Many churches often minister and preach out of those Gospels. Now, before you read into or you think you think I'm trying what I'm trying to say I'm not saying don't read those letters those gospels I would never say that we need to read the whole bible yes most definitely read Matthew if you are a believer these are for Christians if you are a believer part of the body of Christ yes you most definitely definitely should read Matthew Mark, Luke, and John. It's beautiful. It's for the inspiration for us. It's for our learning. 
but the majority of it is not for us to obey and follow. It's just for our learning to give us history how God worked with Israel through their king that's on the earth now, Jesus Christ. See? So it's like a history for us as the church today. Now we can use several principles out of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yes, certain things are universal. Certain principles. The difference is that it's not a commandment for the body of Christ. Why? It was a commandment for them. You, you understand what I'm saying? That's something that they had to do. We don't have to do it, but it's still beautiful principles that we can use. Even we're not under the Ten Commandments, but the Ten Commandments is still expected for the body of Christ. Not as a, a commandment, but as a moral walk. A moral being. You understand what I'm saying? See? But for them, they cannot break it. See? Because the Ten Commandments then, under the law, was also with the other 613 laws that they had to follow. So Israel had a strict law under the kingdom program that they had to follow. They had commandments. The laws and the Ten Commandments was commandments for them. They had to follow. That with us it's not commandments see it's not commandments but it's good morals we need to follow to get stronger in Christ we don't get condemned by disobeying it but it will help us better uh, give us a better walk with Christ you understand and I'm talking about the difference between the kingdom program and the body of Christ okay very big difference uh, that's why if somebody come to you and tell you you have to obey all the Ten Commandments, no, that's not true. We do not. It's a good thing if we can, but nobody can. That's why Jesus died for us, because no one can obey all the Ten Commandments, not even the Jews back then. So when someone tell you from the Calvinism or Lordship Salvation type of teaching that you need to obey and follow all the Ten Commandments, if not, you are a sinner you know, and you must confess. It's just like you're going to an alcoholics anonymous, anonymous uh, group and they have you to stand up sometimes and say, I'm an alcoholic. You confessing that you are an alcoholic even though you've been clean for 10 to 20 years. You're still going to be an alcoholic. You, you understand? You know how those some of those groups say that? I know I've been clean for so long, but I I, am, I still have to claim an alcoholic. It's almost saying I'm going to always be an alcoholic. Therefore, that, that thought will always be in their psyche, in their head. They would never think they, most of them never think they have been delivered. I've been around, I went to a lot of those groups, not because I had an alcohol problem, but I listened to them and that always bothered me, man. Why do you always say you're alcoholic, you haven't done it in 20 or 15 years? Don't keep, don't keep grasping that, don't keep putting that on there because it, it, it affects your mind. It may, it, it have you, even if it's a sexual addiction program you're going to, and stuff like that. If it was something like that you was going to or any type of addiction program and you keep claiming that you are what you have been delivered from, but you still are, 
it's hard to let it go out your head. It might you might not uh, suffer with the substance no more, but it's still in your head that you will never be delivered in your mind. And that's what really needs to be delivered in your mind. But if you keep playing it over, it will not be. Okay, you look at salvation when it comes to the Calvinism type of salvation or lordship salvation or anybody that teaches you need to stop doing this, stop doing that, whatever. You are a sinner. You know, you need to keep repenting, keep repenting. And you going up to the church every Sunday. Repenting of your sins, repenting of your sins. You will never think you'll stop doing it because everything you do, you got to keep confessing. You got to keep confessing. You got to keep confessing. You saying to yourself, man, I can never be right with God. So that's why you hear some people say sometimes, and I even heard them say that. I hear people say that. Yeah, I just want to be ready when God come get us. I hope I'm doing the right thing. And I, I understand that. But they got that mindset that everything is based on sin and what you do. To be keep right with God. Listen too closely when I'm saying to keep it right with God. Many people are sin conscious too much. Many believers of the body of Christ are, are too sin conscious. So they're basing everything on the mistakes they make and they think they, they lost their salvation. Some people really believe they lose their salvation so they keep going, they keep confessing and they're getting back. When is enough is enough. When is enough is enough. And that becomes uh, a thorn in the church's flesh. Real believers. It becomes a thorn in the flesh for real believers. I haven't forgot about the unbelievers now. But I'm talking about the believers now. That becomes a thorn in the flesh. Looking for something different this Thanksgiving? Take your family to the National Army Museum in Alexandria, Virginia. Just minutes from I-95 with free admission and parking. This is the perfect holiday outing for families of every size. You'll love the flight and tank simulators, 300-degree theater, and interactive training center. And you'll come face-to-face with rare and never-before-seen artifacts from Army history. It's all at the National Army Museum, with shopping and dining, too. Open on Thanksgiving Day and all weekend long. Plan your visit at usarmymuseum.org. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you are so sin conscious. Now, you need to work on sin. No doubt about that. But what you need to understand that Jesus took care of all that past, present, and future sins on the cross. You don't have to keep confessing that to God because your sins are already been dealt with through Jesus. You know, you need to work on your behavior. Yes, but you need to stop trying to sin. Yes, not but but for not for the basis of losing your salvation. That's my point. We all should try to work on stop sinning, you know, but not on the basis of keeping our salvation or losing our salvation. You understand what I'm saying? So we need to be careful for that. Now, I know I'm getting off track about piggybacking on certain Christians. So let me digress. Uh, I, I got a habit because I get the teaching and I don't, I don't want nobody to get lost that's not saved and don't know what I'm saying. But I try to make it as plain as basic as I can for even the unsaved. So they will want to be saved. They can understand that they ain't got to be doing all that and try to change first before they get saved. That's the key. 
You don't have to worry about trying to change first because the majority of the time you can't do it. Jesus took care of that sin thing. So you don't have to be so sin conscious. All right. All right. Uh, what else I wanted to talk about? Prophecy. There's a lot of things going on in these times, and we know that. And I want to talk about prophecy. There's many ministers, men and women, that's saying, which gets under my skin, and that's why it turns a lot of people off from being saved or even going to church or even some Christians. They prophesy that God told them to say this. God put in their spirit to say this. Well, is that, where, where is that coming from? From what I was just saying earlier, they in Israel's mail. They think prophesying or prophecy. Now, the prophecy I am talking about, because it's prophesied used two different ways. First, the prophecy of the past with the prophets, they was foretelling. They was given certain natural, spiritual, supernatural abilities to tell the future. Now, even though they knew that, they didn't understand everything, but God gave them a super, God talked through them and told them to relate a message because there was no written word. So they, they related the message through supernatural power by the Holy Spirit. So they prophesied things is going to happen in the future. And all the true prophets in the Bibles, what they have prophesied, unless the nation repented, came true. See, came true. These were true, real prophets. See, these was real prophets. They was used by God. See, that's how the word got out back in time past because there's what there was no written word, there was no Bible, there was no written word. So God spoke through men, mainly Israel, to tell them what they need to do and what they should not be doing, what way to go and what they should not be going, whether it was a nation or even individuals. God spoke through men in the past. That's prophecy and men foretold what was going to happen see if God was going to destroy a nation or individual destroy a nation he gave them ultimatums he told them, if you do this I will bless you but if you do this I will curse you either or will be either or either or will come true because it's from God so if they obey God those blessings will come exactly the way he said it pinpoint Precept by precept. But if they disobeyed, he said a certain curse is going to come this way. It didn't come no other way. It came that way. Because it was God speaking through the men. It had nothing to do with the men. Or the prophets had to do with the supernatural ability of God through the Holy Spirit talking through these men. You, uh, you understand what I'm saying? Talking through these men. Okay? That's how God worked in time Pass. I'm going somewhere with this. In time past, that's how God worked then. Through men in supernatural ways. That's prophecy. Foretelling. Now, another prophet is one. Prophecy is prophecy and prophesying is not the same. Prophesying is just proclaiming God utterly. It's like preaching. It's like 
you proclaiming something that God is telling you. You can be prophesying today out of his word. It has nothing to do with prophecy. Prophecy and prophesying is not the same thing. You can prophesy it. It's just like you, you proclaiming. You teaching something that's already written down. You understand what I'm saying? That's prophesying. You preaching something or teaching something out of God's written word that's already been written. That's prophesying. That's not prophecy. Now, the issue with the prop, so-called prophets, they so you can, a person that's prophesying, you cannot call them a prophet because the prophet meant one thing, foretelling, telling the future. You understand that? Okay? So prophecy and prophesying is not the same. Now, I'm talking about the so-called modern-day prophets of today. Self-claimed prophets. Just as, like I say, you got self-claimed Christians. You got self-proclaimed prophets. They're not called by God. They're not called by God. Now, some of them really mean well, but they mean well deceptively. They have been deceived by the enemy. Why, do, why is I'm going here? Uh... I like eschatology. That's end time teaching about the end times. Even though the even though the body of Christ is not going to be going through the tribulation and stuff like that. Thank God we're not. But it's still good to know. If God didn't want us to know that, he 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 would have took that out. But he kept it in there for a reason. We need to know all the, the Bible, even the parts that's not for us. We need to know it because it's inspiration. We don't need to obey it. Or even prepare for the tribulation. We don't need the body of Christ. We need to prepare for the tribulation, you know, because we're not going to go through it. We'll see some of the, the setups and staging of it, but we won't go through it. The body of Christ will not go through it. Okay, that's the Israel thing. Okay, so what a lot of modern day prophets, you know, and there's quite a few of them out there. Just go to YouTube. And people love this stuff, man. They get, they love this stuff, man. A lot of modern day prophets put a lot of things that's going on today and try to put it with Bible pr prophecy for Israel. Rather's a uh, politics. Uh, rather some nations that got destroyed just say for instance Sudan and a lot of poor nations and stuff like that some of them go as far as it's a curse I remember uh, Pat Robinson said something like that years ago uh, that they're being cursed because they're not unrepentant and stuff like that no they didn't that's a lie that wasn't God in other words a lot of natural desire, disasters and a lot of the stuff that's going on now the pandemic and then the, the vaccine pushing a lot of things going on now they will try to apply it to prophecy like it's foretold but what they are saying is God it's almost like a new thing God told me this this was going to happen Okay, this is why this is happening. This is why this group of people's doing this. This is why this nation doing it. And the thing about it, a lot of these guys are good at it. They just like I'm not calling them gurus, but gurus are good at what they do, even though they don't do it. Most gurus are good. They're good speakers. You got to be a good guru to succeed in guruism, American guruism. You have to be a good speaker and a good presenter. You got to know your craft. And a lot of these so-called prophets of today, they know their craft. Some are deceived and some are doing it for fame. 
So you have, I don't, I don't want to put everybody in a category. Some of them uh, really think God is talking to them, but that's not God talking to them. See, that's not God talking to them. I have no doubt about that. I have biblical scriptures and stuff to back that up. Why? God do not talk through people about what he going to do about nations. Everything God is going to do is in his word. It's nothing new. He's not doing a new thing. We can't even handle the old thing. How is he going to be telling you a new thing? See, whatever God is saying in his word, that's God's word. Whatever prophecies he said in his word from the past prophets, that's what's going to happen. Not no new prophecy. See, the other mistake is you can't be doing that. These prophets are trying to put the body of Christ. Now, I'm not saying they're doing this uh, knowingly. You putting the body of Christ into prophecy. The body of Christ church is a mystery church. We're not a prophecy church. We are a mystery church. See, we don't have nothing to do with the tribulation. Why would God put the body of Christ in the tribulation time that was meant for Israel? This is something else for Israel, not the church, not the body of Christ, not the mystery church that was revealed to the Apostle Paul. A lot of this is going over a lot of your heads. I know that. But I'm trying to make it basic enough so even an unbeliever can follow what I'm saying. Yes, God do have two programs. Okay. Now, let's go. Let me digress. Let's go back to these prophets. There's a lot of false prophets out there. A lot of them have said a lot of things about elections. They did not come through. True. They said a lot of things about the pandemic. They did not come true. They said a lot of things about a lot of stuff, and they didn't. They strike out 99% of the time. The reason I say 99% of the time because a couple of times they got lucky. <laughs> That's all I'm saying there for. A couple of times they got lucky. They, some of them call out things that's going to happen, and they're happening already. That's, that's nothing new. So you have to be careful. The, when you start saying, God told me this, and then you start spitting it out, and then most of them will be rhyming, like Jesse Jackson used to do when they're telling everything like that. That's not of God. God is not doing a new thing. God, this person might say, God is going to knock out this nation and God is doing this too. No, God is not in the condemnation business under grace. He's not destroying no nations. He's not making nobody sick. He's not causing nobody to do this because they are not living the right Christians too. God is not putting no whammy on nobody today because we're under grace. They're looking at the God of condemnation under the law, under the kingdom program. That's the problem, people. You must pay attention to what I'm saying. You have to catch that, okay? You have to catch that, believers. Why do you think uh, a lot of people don't want to go to church buildings now? They see all this stuff going on in these ministers and saying all this is going to happen. They saying this, they preaching this, and they not seeing no fruits. They're not seeing no manifestation. They always see it in them. These pastors prospering, but what's going on? It's not happening in their life. And you have a few people that get lucky. It's, it's not luck. It's not God. You know, you have a few people that's saying they're doing this and doing it, and they say it's from God. You know, God prospered me, and I, I became wealthy, or I got this new car. You got unsaved people doing the same thing. You got cartels, and, you know, people that's not saved getting wealthy and rich. 
So stop that. Stop that. You know, but the prophets, there's no prophets today. I'm sorry to bust a lot of people's bubbles. There's no prophets today. God does not use prophets now. They are ceased. Why come, Joe, he does not use prophets? Because his written word is finished. Everything you need to know and going to know and want to know in the future. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's already written in the word of God, in the Bible. He don't need to warn and tell people about prophets no more what's going to happen because everything's in the word of God. The written word of God. It wasn't written then. See, when they was going out and they was ministering to nations, when Jesus came in his earthly ministry, he, he wrote the scrolls of Isaiah. You had the scrolls. He had different things. That was all Israel. The Bible was not written yet. But they had scrolls and pap, what they call it, papyruses and stuff like that that they written on. But those was from the old. They was written, writing as they was going. All those things that was mostly done in the past was written later. They wrote it down and stuff like that. The Bible came to fruition through the uh, finish. And a lot of people probably said, what? No, wait a minute. I thought John was the last book, of, you know, wrote the book of Revelation. No, it's a chronological way. It's not going exactly the right way. The, the Bible was finished through the Apostle Paul. The Bible was finished through the Apostle Paul. Now, that's another teaching in itself. You have to learn how to look at the different times and the chronologically, which books was written when. You might be surprised. But it was finished through the ministry of the Apostle Paul. Okay? You, you must understand that. And if you sincerely, whether you're not into Paul or whatever, you know, I don't know why a Christian would not be or a true believer of the body of Christ. If you read Paul's letters, you notice he would never talk about prophets or prophets. He says prophesying. That's just proclaiming. That's just like you ministering. That's just like you preaching. See, he's not talking about prophets foretelling. Okay. Now, in the early, let me let me let me get something right, correct. You said, well, Joe, Paul and was doing miracles and signs and wonders. Let me go back. I'm glad you asked that. The reason that they was doing that, the prophetic and the signs and wonders were still in fruition. 
in the early ministry of the Paul going even from the uh, the transition from the Peter and everything remember the, uh, the signs and wonders followed Peter and the apostles they had a certain uh, way you know what they done, but the signs and wonders and stuff uh, and prophecy was following Peter now in the book of Acts. Why? Because the kingdom program and the law was still going on. Therefore, they were still under the law. They were still under the law. So the signs and wonders followed Peter now. So when it transitioned over to Paul, not Acts 9, slowly but surely and everything, and once you got later on down the line, you start seeing less signs and wonders and miracles. Now, you're not going to catch all this in the book of Acts, because the book of Acts is not a doctrinal book. The book of Acts is just a history book. It's not a doctrinal book, okay? It's like a transition from Peter and the Twelve Kingdom Program to the Apostle Paul and the Gospel of the Christ, Christ Mystery Program. That's why Acts kind of changes, and that's why you don't hear nothing else from Peter after Acts 15. You ever notice that? Read that Bible. Read Acts. You won't hear nothing else about Peter after Acts 15. It just transitions straight on to the Apostle Paul. Peter disappears after Acts 15. You don't hear nothing else. It starts off with Peter going to Acts 1 all the way down to Acts 15. You have a few gaps. But Peter's, you don't hear nothing else about Peter or none of them until Acts 15. It transi Why? Because it's transitioned to the body of Christ, the teachings of Paul, the missions of Paul. Now, if you want to know what Paul taught, you won't find it in the book of Acts. You won't find the name body of Christ in the book of Acts. You will only find it in his letters he wrote going to those missions. And that's Romans through Philemon. The book of Romans to the book of Philemon are the letters of the Apostle Paul. Okay? So... When Paul talks about, I think that I get the numbers, Mr. First Corinthians, when you talk about the gifts that's going to cease until that which is perfect come, many people, including myself, used to think, what is that perfect? It can't be, I used to, people used to say the Holy Spirit, and people used to say it was Jesus. It couldn't be the Holy Spirit or it was Jesus. The Holy Spirit was already manifested there, so it wasn't the Holy Spirit. Jesus already done his stuff on an earthly ministry on his earth time. He's already was working through uh, the Holy Spirit through Paul. So Jesus wants come the perfect coming back. Jesus wants coming back. Jesus is not coming back till his second coming. And when he set his foot on earth, he said, "What about the rapture?" Don't now the rapture? He's don't set his foot on earth. We meet him in the air. Listen closely. We meet him in the air. Jesus stepped his foot on earth twice, not three times. The first time when he came to Israel, he stepped foot on earth. Through the body of Christ, we meet him in the air. He doesn't step foot on earth. His second coming, he comes down from heaven and he steps foot on earth at the Mount of Olives when an earthquake comes. So it's only two times that Jesus, his first coming and his second coming, that's why they call it the what? The second coming of Christ. They don't call it the third coming because he didn't come, he didn't set his foot on earth after the rapture. We met him up in the air. His second coming, he's coming down and take care of some business with his angels, not the church. 
Contrary to what people believe, the church is not coming back. The only one that's in heaven anyway is the body of Christ. We are not coming back with Jesus when he take care of business and uh, and the trip, you know, after the tribulation. We are not, and he destroy all that stuff. The church is not coming back. Contrary to what the, uh, a lot of denominations teach, no, the church is not coming back. The angels, and it's a lot of scriptures to back that up, but I have to teach that you have to go to connecting the dots. The angels are coming back with Jesus, not the church. See, it's just so much confusion in church. People really think we go come back. What we go come back on horses for? We coming back by the angels. Angels always fought wars. Angels always was, you know, you have the messenger Gabriel and you have the chief warrior Michael. Those top dogs. Gabriel was, angels was always a mess. You had angel fighters led by Michael. Angels wiped out nations. See, they, why would they change now and bring the church back with them? No, it's going to be the same angels. They're going to come back. They're the one coming back and waiting all this. It's the angels, not the church. We're going to be in the heavenly places getting set up up there. Okay, I'm everywhere now, but the prophets of today don't believe them. Some of them mean well. And they sound good. And I don't mean a lot of them doing it on purpose. They've just been deceived. They don't want to let go. They just, I don't know, I don't know if it's an ego thing or a narcissistic thing, why they feel that God only talks to them. And I get tired and I hear, when the Lord told me, I was listening to this program, man, that guy kept saying the Lord told me this, the Lord told me that the Lord, you know, gave me this auction. The Lord told me this, the Lord told me that. Man, the Lord sure, he talked to you more times than anybody else in the Bible. Even the old saints. He didn't even talk to Pastor Paul that much like he talked to some prophets today. <laughs> some prophets will have you thinking, boy, God, talk to them every day, wake them up in the morning, tell them what clothes to put on, what soap to use, if you listen to a lot of these false modern prophets of prophets today. They they got they get more information from the Holy Spirit, you know, more than the Apostle Paul and all the past prophets got. Peter and all of them. God didn't talk to them every day. Sometimes it was years. It was about from the book of Malachi to the book of Matthew it was over four hundred years. Those was uh, uh, some theologians call the quiet years when God did not speak to no one. And 400 years, let alone audibly, and 400 years. See? So when they say God spoke to me, no, that's your flesh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just being real. This is real talk, body. Christ, real talk, people that's not saved. No, there are no prophets today. And I'm talking to the people that's not saved. I want to help you all. I know why you, uh, you are upset and you are confused. There are no prophets today. So when a person talk about, I prophesied this, they got prophesied messed up with prophecy or been a prophecy, prophet. So the Lord, I'm going to prophesy today, man. What you doing? Oh, so you're going to, you proclaim something that God told you in your spirit. No, I'm sorry. Do not go for that. Do not believe that. If your church, I'm not telling you what to do. If they keep doing that and it is bothering you, you need to find another church. You need to find another church building. Let me put it that way. Because remember when I said the church is the body of Christ. You need to find another church building. You know, because God is not talking to no prophets today. He's not using prophets today. He's not using speaking in different languages, tongues today. 
He's not doing that today. Not under grace. Not under grace. There's no tithe. Pay. You don't have to pay no tithes under grace. That was for Israel. And they're not doing tithes the right way anyway. There's many different types of tithes. And tithes was never, listen closely, it was never money. It was never money. See? If you want to hear more about tithing, go to Connecting and Dust. Trey Cersei, my brother in Christ, does an outstanding teaching on tithing. Tithing is not for today. Baptism and water is not for today. That was for Israel. It was a sign of a cleansing spiritually. For Israel, it was like a preparation for them to get prepared to go out and get ready for their coming kingdom. Not for a Gentile. It was never for a Gentile nation. Okay. So there's no prophets today that's supernaturally predicting what's going to happen in the future. If they are, it's demonic. Now, a lot of that stuff will come back in the ages to come, going through the tribulation. You will have, you're going to, there's going to be a lot of signs and wonders and stuff. And they say, you, but no, we're not going to be there. Signs and wonders and a lot of miracles and false miracles with the real miracles and stuff like that is going to start again. It's going to start again after the church is gone, the body of Christ. Those things will come back. Signs, wonders, and miracles and stuff like that will come back. Supernatural languages will come back. See? <sighs> See, those... Uh, when you learn these things, you won't be so much hoodwinked and bamboozled by a lot of uh, ridiculous teaching that's in these churches today. And I'm talking about the ones that's doing it on purpose, not the ones that's ignorant and don't know no better, which don't make it better. But you won't be so hoodwinked and bamboozled when you understand the truth. Okay. So I wanted to get that off the chest. I want somebody to really understand what is a real Christian. What is a real Christian? See, the uh, the Bible really doesn't even break down the real definition of a Christian, but when you it uh you read into it, they was first called Christians, not by God, not by the Holy Spirit, not by Paul, or none of them, Peter, or none of them. The reason who called them Christians. Mostly the ones that was persecuting them or the ones that was against them, you know, called they started calling them Christians. It was uh, historians said because it was like the Christ followers or being Christ like it was a it was a derogatory name. See. It's almost like calling a black man a nigger and a white man a hunky. It wasn't good. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Or Cracker. It wasn't a good name. Or Sambo as a black man and Cracker as a white man, you know. Or Wetback as a Latino. It was derogative name. That's all Christian was. It was a derogative name. It wasn't ordained by God. It wasn't God. It wasn't something that God put out there and Paul to call there. It was man made those names for a derogative reason. And we've been called Christians ever since. Peter even named the word Christian. Because that's what they went by then. They was people of the way. They was known as believers or followers of Christ. So most of the followers of Christ, and under the time of Antioch, they became Christians. If you notice in the four Gospels, there was no Christians mentioned. If you read Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and John, Christians wasn't mentioned. Christ was still alive on the earth. Christians did not come to fruition, that name anyway, until the time of Paul. When Paul was ministering to the Gentiles, so they started calling those Christ followers or Christ likeness Christians. A derogatory name, not for good, for bad. See, you need to, we need to understand the Bible more. There's always a reason for something when it comes to the Bible. Okay? This is Joseph Brownlee with a Bible teaching light. <laughs> Bible teaching light on this show. I don't do a lot of deep Bible teaching on this show. And when I do, I try to make it plain and simple for a layman to even understand on this show. Because you guys need to understand. We just need to understand. I was the same way. I was caught up in the same belief, you know. So I'm not knocking you guys. I'm not trying to be hard on you guys. But once you learn it, you like red pill, man. You like, man, this, this is, it's, it, you like say to yourself, man, this makes sense. It's like almost not not going to say common sense. But it's, it's, it's so logical, as one lady said when she was talking to Trey Cersei. It is so logical. It's, it, it's just logical. As a believer, you ever get to that point that you was wondering, man, what's going on with the signs and wonders? I know a lot of people say they're praying over people and people supposedly get healed and everything like that. You have to understand. There's a lot of demonic and psychosomatics and all kind of stuff that's being performed out there that makes it look real. But they're more like illusions or delusions. It looks real. 
a lot of it is demonic. We are, we're in somewhat of a demonic realm, spiritual realm, that a lot of things is getting set up for the uh, tribulation period. But the church has to move first. For, in order for all this stuff to come in fruition, and it's going to be some crazy stuff. I believe what Les Felder was saying. It's going to be some crazy, weird, supernatural stuff happening after the church is gone. Because the church is gone, then all the demons and the spirit realm can come out. See? You might say, really? Us? No, don't just look at you. Look at the body of Christ. You don't know how powerful the body of Christ is together as a church. That's holding all this stuff and really manifesting quadruple more than it is now. You can see the setup coming up now. You can see the setup. Okay. So that's how powerful it is when the body of Christ is gone. They departure. I know First Thessalonians said the falling away of the church. The real meaning, the true meaning when you you research that, and it's very incredible research that means the departure. When the departure of the church, not the falling away, many people confused on that now, including not used to be that falling away means backsliding, people walking away from the faith. People always walked away from the faith for years and years, thousands of years. People walked away from the faith. So that wouldn't be nothing new. People walked away from the faith daily. Even now they're walking away from the faith, they type of faith. Because once you're a Christian, you can't walk away from being a Christian in the body of Christ. I'm just talking about a lot of churchgoers and a lot of believers and the believers' faith weakening. But it, it's not talking about that. It's talking about the, depart, the departure of the church, the taking away of the church, the catching up of the church. When that happens, that's when the, uh, the man of sin, the Bible calls in the King James Bible, the man of sin will come on come in the scene when that when it's going to be i don't know i don't know paul thought it was going to happen in this time just like peter never thought the second coming was going to happen in that time but that gap period that gap period that postponement of israel according to uh romans 9 11 i think 11 to 25 that gap period is what got the church that's in the church building and the body of Christ, most of the body of Christ confused. It's that gap period. See, because there's something there that's missing. And many people call it the gap. Uh, theologians call it that gap time. But that's another, that's a Bible teaching that's kind of too deep for the, uh, some believe on this show. Connecting the dots, go to connecting the dots for Bible teaching. That's where you get the Bible teaching, Bible study, connecting the dots. Real good stuff there for me and other teachers. Okay. Now, I'm going to end it with this last topic. So I talked about three topics. I talked about what is the church, uh, what is a Christian. Then I talked about the, uh, the prophets, the false prophets. Now I'm going to talk about this. You probably, and you probably don't. It's a lot of stuff going on in the world today. So let me just look, since I'm from here, let's talk about the USFA, the United States. There's a lot of things going on in this world. Some notice, most ignored. Let me say this, say this again. Some noticed by some people and the church, and some ignored by some people and the church. Okay. 
all this stuff that's going on, it seems like it's coming like a rush. You know. You had this pandemic. Yes, it was. It was pandemic. I'm not saying the virus wasn't real, but it's one as deadly as they said it was. That was already proven. You have the bioweapons, the biogene weapons, the spike protein. I call it PJ Vax. The damage that it has done to thousands, or hundreds of thousands of people, maybe millions of people, and it's still on the market. You saying why? You see this woke movement going on, uh, companies bowing down to this woke movement, Walt Disney and a lot of other big companies. You know, I'm going to be honest with you, I ain't caring about the beer companies because I don't care if they ever stop drinking anything that's alcoholic. I don't care about that anyway, but I get the concept. So I'm going to add that with it. The woke movement is taking down a lot of multi-billion dollar companies. And you wondering why? The stolen elections, the last stolen election in 2020, came and went. Seemed like they just getting away with everything, and you wondering why? The homosexual movement now has got even more perverted with the transgenderism movement and men and women, especially men. They're seen to be just having a ball and going to kids schools and different things like that and you wondering why I'm going somewhere with this I'm going with this somewhere with this you you I'm going I'm going then you have these odd wars some real some of them phony you know you got the emphasis on Russia you got the emphasis on China you got a president that's in the early stages, going into the middle stages of dementia, I really believe. I'm not a doctor, I have no proof, but I am I know someone close to me that has dementia and he, he's he kind of, not what he do, but those type of traits, body movements, uh, the, the language not coming out well. Well, anyway, a president or somewhat has dementia as a president that's in charge over the nuclear bombs and everything running the United States to the ground ignoring his own American people and you saying why the FBI are crooked the FBI turning against their own people the FBI getting away with so much dirt, so much crime the FBI have done. And you saying, why? The Constitution is nothing no more here in the United States. The, uh, the current administration don't care nothing about the Constitution, even though they quote it, they break it every day and get away with it, it seems anyway. And you say, why? The shootings in schools. The black young men seem like they running around like wild demons. Just the teenagers, mainly the blacks in the United States. 
no morals, no nothing. They lost their minds, just killing and rampaging and all kind of stuff for no reason at all. Are you saying, why? TikTok, TikTok, you saying, why? All this stuff is going on and God is not doing anything. I'm not going to, I don't have to explain that again. I told you what was going on under this grace program. See, I'm, I already told you, if you listen to my show, why God is not doing anything, why he is allowing it, and why he's not the one making it happen, why he's not the one destroying this nation. He's not destroying America. He not, he's not putting a curse on America. It's easy to blame God, but nobody blames the devil. It's always God doing this, God doing that, but no one blames the devil. And no one talks about sin. Which, which is the corporate problem, sin. I always use that term sin, Satan, and self. See, but everybody always say what God is not doing or what why what God is doing and what God is not doing. The prophets say God is going to do this. Why? Then let's talk about America. And this is the uh, the gray area, even with me. It's hard for a lot of church ministers and theologians. To really grasp America falling. Now you have a lot of them doing that. But they always think it's going to be some great revival. And I'm not saying it ain't. I'm not saying it's not. But I notice when it comes to. Is America mystery Babylon? I kind of think they are. I could be wrong. I don't know. But I know America is going to fall. But when you talk to, a, you hear a lot of ministers and a, and a lot of people, they always, they, they say, yeah, I don't think uh, America is mystery Babylon. And why is America not in the Bible? Why is America not? It's a lot of nations that's not mentioned in the Bible. But why is America is not mentioned in the Bible? You have certain areas and nations mentioned and they're not called Russia. They're not called China. They might say somebody from this country from the east or whatever like that, you know. But we're doing. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. America come now America and the Bible God is a God that knows the past present and future he knows exactly where America is because you don't see America's name in the Bible don't mean they're not fair we're not a beyond God to think we know everything because we don't see a certain area I'm not saying you're wrong but we need to be careful for that. from that. I think a lot of it has to do also, listen carefully, to pride of America. We have a lot of pride. We'll go as far as this, which sounds crazy. Yeah, I believe America 
would get wiped out three different ways, and they make a lot of sense. And I agree with that, you know, but they would never call America Mystery Babylon. They would just say, yeah, I believe America will go come to non-existence, you know, or they're going to get wiped out by another nation. Yeah, they can get wiped out. They can be Mystery Babylons while they get wiped out, you know. America's going to fall. God doesn't explain how they're going to fall. I mean, Babylon's going to fall. That could be America. This couldn't. I'm not saying it is, but it, uh, uh, a lot of leaders have a lot of pride when it comes to calling America Mystery Babylon. Now, remember, I'm not saying they are Mystery Babylon. I just believe they are, you know. But I leave myself open to be wrong. See. Because I don't see no another another nation really fits that description. Now I know a lot of even my some of my teachers think it's nations and a lot of wicked nations. But I don't know. I think it's a singular nation. This is just me. I'm not gonna be here anyway. But so I can throw my little card out there too. I I think it's a nation, and that nation mystery Babylon in the Book of Revelation describes just America more than any other nation. A lot of people say Rome and stuff. I just don't see it. You know, it just describes America. And America could be destroyed before that. And there can be many nations. I'm not saying they're wrong and I'm not saying I'm right. But America, I believe, is going to fall. God has not got no special ties with America. Just like I said, he don't have a special ties with Israel until they come out of blindness. Right now, they're just another nation. See? So America is just another nation of God. You hear many people say God is using America or used to use America for this and everything like that. Now, that can be partially true, but God never just chose America over Israel. Israel was always and always will be God's, uh, the apple of God's eye, not America. America is just another nation that God allows to use. So we must understand that America is not the new Israel. God has not got his eye on America over Israel. He has his eyes over none of them now. But he didn't say American eyes are going to be open. He said Israel's eyes will be open. There's a reason he don't talk about America because America is not on his list as the nation that's going to come out of blindness. So they go fall like a lot of other nations. The key word is, or the key question is, are they mystery Babylon? A lot of leaders don't want to, you have a few ministers and pastors, you know, say they are. You have a lot of, you have the Dr. Jeremiah, you got the David, I think it's Burke or something like that. You got a lot of ministers that believe that America is mystery Babylon. And then you got some that won't even touch it. They'll just say, well, America, this, America's going to fall, but I believe God told me it's going to be a great revival and stuff like that. And like the other guy was saying, it's going to be awakening, a great awakening. It's always some type of awakening. Through thousands of years, it's always some type of awakening. See? But you have these great empires from the past, like uh, Greece, Egypt. You know, I think the, uh, the Persians. You know, you had great leaders. Then you have Rome. You have these great, powerful nations that failed. That have fallen. 
and they all got the same type of cycle. All superpowers that's been on this earth have fallen. Every so listen closely. Every superpower that will have something over another nation's have fallen. They're not. They was never here to last forever. They have fallen. The last United States became a superpower. It was Great Britain at first, but in 1922, United States then became the world superpower. They've been a, they've been a world superpower ever since then. Since 1922, what's that, over uh, close to 100 years ago? America has been the superpower. And no superpower lasts. They don't last. So America, could they be the last superpower that falls? Could they be Mystery Babylon? I don't know. I kind of think they are, but I don't know. See, now the reason I named all those things was going on in America. Why do many nations got a target on America, including America? <laughs> Let me tell you what I'm talking about. Why all these things all of a sudden coming out about America? How evil and dirty and lying that our government been to us for hundreds and hundreds of years. Now, America is one of the youngest nations. I know that. But also, America has been one of the, and government-wise, not the people, but the government has been some of the wicked. Now, I'm not saying all American, but the government has been lying for many years. First of all, I'm going to go through some shocking things to some people. What's not true? I'm just going to say a few of them. You know, there's questions about the assassination of the JFK. I already know that was set up by our own CIA. I believe that. Martin Luther King was not killed by James Earl Ray. That was set up. So was Robert Kennedy. Robert Kennedy's son, Robert Kennedy Jr., already know that the CIA killed his father, set up his father and JFK. Okay? It's, it, it, it's so much. See? Why did America go to Vietnam? What, what was the real reason they went to Vietnam? What was the real reason America went to Iraq? Why did America got to be uh, colonized all these other nations? Why they got to be in everybody else's backyard? First of all, understand we are the superpower. But what was our real reason? We, they, you want us to think that you was protecting these countries and helping these countries. But every country you went to, you left a stain, you left a nasty taste. And that's why a lot of countries hate America. They love to live here, but they hate the America system. They hate the America government. Why? You asked why? Now, let me hit on this one. The walking on the moon. Did it, the man walking on the moon? No, no man walked on the moon. That's a lie. America lied about that. I read up on that years ago, and I always questioned that. Now it has come to fruition, even a home Russian cosmonaut is questioning now and they mad at him no man walked on the moon it's it's okay to just say i come to americans and nobody haven't done it since and they had these cheap looking ugly 
funny looking things that made us we supposed to believe now that made it on the moon with all the technology super technology we have now and we still supposed to believe that man walked on the moon it did not happen I know some people go get hurt but it did not happen America lied and then you have another one 9-11 what's the real deal with 9-11 I ain't talking about the people that got killed and died what was the real setup in 9-11? See, America's dirty hands is in that. They wanted a reason to go to Iraq. There was a lie about the weapons of mass destruction. Nothing was over there. I'm not saying Saddam Hussein shouldn't have been brought down, but they used it just for a reason to go over there. And I believe it's, and many people will confirm it, for oil, to take that oil. Okay. So they set it up and they made it also look like Osama bin Laden was the genius that set up these plain things. Now you hear many things. No, America allowed it. They set it up themselves. They're trying to keep a lot of people shut up about that. Okay. All right. America. The government. And you start putting these things with how the Bible describes Mystery Babylon. What Mystery Babylon? America got some of the richest. They used to be one of this. They have some of the most oil. They have some of every, everybody want to come to America. America has whorehouses. America has gambling. America has sex trafficking. America has some of the most richest things over here. Babylon, America just to me looks so like, and I'm not the only one. Mystery Babylon. The most powerful nation, even though they, they're going down, is still the United States of America. Okay? And how the America, one of the ways America is going to fall if they're not Mystery Babylon? Like they said about Rome, Rome, it's not going to happen on the outside. It's going to be some help, but they're going to fall from within the inside, you know, because of the wickedness on the inside, man. America going to destroy itself and take people with it. Because of their pride and narcissism, not narcissism. Now, let's go back to the why. I named all those things about the why. Now, you might be saying, remember, you know I got a habit. And I'm going to expose why I say, why I don't ever say why. If I do, I slip and say it. Now, all this stuff that's happening to America... Even the immigration things. All of a sudden, the uh, the floodgates are coming in. And people asking, how come the president ain't doing nothing? How come they're not stopping this? How come the FBI ain't doing it? What's going on? Oh, they are incompetent. They are so stupid. They don't know what they're doing. And I remember a podcast or so ago, I said, no, they want you to think they don't know what they're doing. They rather you take, they rather take a chance. Now, I'm not saying all of them, but the administration want you to think that they are stupid and they don't know what they are doing. No, they are doing this on purpose. They are doing this on purpose. They allowed all these movements at one time, even giving this power to China and all this. They are doing this on purpose. Yes, first of all, to destroy America. To make America a banana republic, like the Venezuelans and all that, so they can have ultimate power. You ever heard that term, ultimate power? 
That's why you, you see the WEF forming and uh, the WHO, the World Health Economic System, the WEF, the World uh, Economic Forum, WHO, the World Health Organization. You don't hear too much about the United Nations. You notice that? They seem like they kind of fade. No, you hear more of the WEF and the WHO. Yes, the United Nations still has something to do with it. But if you notice... They're trying to make new currencies that's talked about in the Bible, not in that particular way. You know, they form their own things. Everything is to bring down America. Now, God didn't say he go come down and tear down Babylon himself. He said Babylon will be destroyed in one day. Mystery Babylon will be destroyed in one day. Read that. I think it's Revelation 17. I could be wrong, but Babylon, mystery Babylon would be destroyed in one day. Could there be America? It could be. I don't know. But I believe America will go fall. America will go fall. I'm not I'm not pushing this. I don't want America to fall, but America is just caught up. When I mention America, I'm talking about the government. I'm talking about the systems. I'm not talking about the people. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm talking about the system. When I say America, I'm talking about the system. Now, when, when let's get to individual people. Yes, the wickedness, the people will get punished too. Why? The system are allowing or even perpetrate the, what the people are doing. Now, you always are, you always responsible for your own sins in the eyes of God. See, the God knows why people do certain things. So I leave that for God. But you are responsible for your own individual sin. It's a lot of wickedness, individual wickedness, wickedness, sinful wickedness that God is not going to tolerate during the tribulation time. He's going to wipe it out, destroy it. It's going to be a purging. So they're never going to, they're not getting away with it. all this wickedness. It's not, they're not getting away with it. See? It's going to be a purging. Jesus is going to come back and do a purging as King of Kings and Lord of Lords before he set up his millennium kingdom, thousand year millennium kingdom. There will be a purging. So they haven't got away with it. Just because we impatient don't mean God is impatient. God is long suffering. As the Bible says, God is long suffering. He want as many as 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 many can be to be saved. That's what grace is. He's that patient. We're the ones that's impatient. See, like I said, God knows the past, present, and the future. See, everything I'm talking about is already done in the eyes of God. It's already done. I can't comprehend that, and I'm not going to try. My head might blow up, but it's already finished in the eyes of God. When Jesus said it is finished, everything was already finished. We just read it. It's already done in the eyes of God. We don't want to catch up. It's finished. Hard to understand, hard to comprehend, but we don't have the mind of God. If we did, we'll be who? God. See? It is 
finished and it's done. We just playing catch up. <laughs> we just reading about something that's already in the eyes of God done. That's why when people say, well, God is mad. God is turning over. God is ain't God is doing this. No, it is already done. But does it still anger God? Of course, even though it is finished. Even though it is finished. It's not surprising. It's not shocking. Like some people talk like God is shocked. No. He already knew that was going to happen. It's done. He knew every step that every person had ever done on this earth, good and evil. God already knew it was going to happen. Okay? That's the powerful supernatural God that we serve. All right? Now, the reason I don't never say why is this happening, listen closely. The reason I never say why these things are happening is it's always been the agenda to bring down America. Say, Joe, what do you mean? Now, I have a uh, a topic. I have a, a podcast that I played a few months ago, and I still haven't. I'm going to play it again. I got to look it up because it's way back down. I'm on my 300 and almost 320 podcasts now. Thank God. Praise God for that. Lord's willing, I'm going to look that podcast up again. But I, I want to remind you listeners, and if you are new, I want to tell you this. What's happening with America has been planned since the 1930s. I'm explaining that. Has been planned since the 1930s. There's this book that was printed in 1963 called the Communist something. It's called the Communist Manifest. It's called the Communist something. And I forgot the person's name. Well, I'm, I'm bad at that. But anyway, let me just, let me just put it this way. Uh, when I first, when I was living in San Diego, California, this minister, bless his heart, came was this San Diego, California? No, that wasn't San Diego. Well, I'm San Diego, California. When I was in a homeless shelter, where did I get San Diego from? I was in a homeless shelter, and this minister came here, and he stopped passing out this seat, this DVD called The Agenda. I was just going to look at it and whatever like this. Yeah, what is this? Another, whatever. But he was talking about the end times, whatever like that. You know, I got that, that, uh, that this CD called The Agenda. And, uh, I checked it out and it blew my mind. You know, it blew my mind and everything, you know. And uh, it was talking about the the Communist Party and different things, the Communist Party that's in America and stuff like that, and abroad, but mainly in America, okay? We still have a Communist group and a Communist Party now, but they don't call themselves so much of that because names have changed since the 1930s or uh, previously and stuff like that. And I'm going I'm I'm to tell you why I believe well, anyway, the agenda. I first heard about this. The 45 agendas that a communist manifesto is something Congress, listen closely, Congress pulled out. It's the Communist Party has a 45 plan agenda to bring down the United States. Now, remember, the United States became the superpower 
and I believe in 1922, over 100 years ago, over Great Britain and every other country, because it used to be Great Britain. But the United States became the superpower with someone in 1922, correct? This agenda was going on since 1930. So that's before the fall of Hitler and everything has been going on that long, this manifesto in Congress. And it's called the 45 Agendas to Bring Down America. I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to play that uh, that podcast again, Lord's willing. But I'm going to read it also and remind you that this plan has been in play since 1930 and a book came out about in 1963 I still haven't read the book I just don't read books like I used to I guess impatient or whatever I'm not especially a lot of wordy books but the, just knowing the 45 agendas to bring down America is enough some people are going to look at it some people are going to say oh whatever but and I heard 27 of them has already been fulfilled. 27 of them has already been fulfilled. Remember I was naming out those different things about all this stuff going on or whatever like that, about the, the, the homosexual movement, about the immigration thing, about the different things going on in school, about the FBI, about different things and stuff like that. Why is this going on? Listen, a lot of this stuff that I was talking about, why, 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 why people saying why, and the reason I don't say why, because all that is in this 45 agendas that take down America since 1930. And some of it's gonna is gonna bobble your head. Some of you are not gonna even phase you because you just I don't know you just ain't there. You ain't getting it. And some of you uh, black folks still go vote Democrat. <laughs> I just have to throw that in there. But you are, which is insane. Which is insane. Because all this is still coming from the Democratic Party, the former KKKs, you know. But anyway. 45 agendas to take down America. The majority of them has coming to fruition. This, this is how patient this Communist Party now. Now, they're not so much called at this. They don't like to be called at now. This, that's just too much. You know, they change names. You got different movements. And people, you might call them the deep state today. You might call them this. You might call them that or whatever. But they're the same group. Now, a lot of these people are dead, but it's passed down. See? The ones that did had no idea that it was going to manifest like it is manifesting now. That's why, because they kept passing the uh, baton. They never gave up. That's how patient these people was to bring down the United States of America. And a lot of that stuff is manifesting itself today. Now, I'm going to do this. I can't get into it now because I don't have my notes. I want you to hear it. I don't want, you know, I want you to hear it for yourselves. So please, please stay tuned for the 45 uh, agendas to bring down America. And you shouldn't be asking why no more asking you after you read these 45 things that's already been playing. That's why you need to stop asking why Christians, because it's been planned. They are not 
incompetent. Now, some of them don't got, they kind of brain dead, but they're not incompetent. They're doing this on purpose to the United States. All this stuff they're doing is on purpose. All this propaganda is on purpose to bring down America. Why so much emphasis on America? See? Not another country. Why America? I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but it's manifested so much. All this stuff that's going on is called Ost. And you're going to be surprised of when you read some of these agendas that's taking place today. And this stuff was being planned since the 1930s. And a lot of them are dead now. But they were passed the baton on and it was still going on. This been set up for years and years and years and years. It's just more technology now. It's more, it's more ways. They know they couldn't bring down America with no bomb or nothing like that. You know, it was too powerful. They had to do it within. See, it had to be within. A lot of the stuff that's happening to America, if you notice, it's within America. Not so much outside. It's within America. It's what America is allowing that's going to bring America down. See, all this is leading to the one world order, the one world government. I was looking at this, this commercial yesterday, this Asian lady, she's singing and dancing and she happy because she got the chip in her hand. Yes, a chip. Chips are already manifested in people's hands. Yes, chips. Chips, Mark of the Beast. Now, we're not in that time, but this is the stage shit. People already got chips in their hand. I seen one commercial. I seen this young, young Asian lady dancing around, talking about the chip in her hand, then got mad when it wasn't working. But that's already what the Bible, the Bible is so amazing. All this stuff is taking place. It's getting set up. The WEF and all of them ushering in the Antichrist, which is ran by who? The dragon, Satan. Satan's time is short and he will be kicked out of the second heavens. But the church must go first. The rapture, the catching away must go first. And if you're not on that ship, you're going to be going through the worst tribulation period. Even Jesus said that. That anybody has ever seen wickedness. Why do you think they call the Antichrist the beast? He's going to be a monster, especially after the first three and a half years when Satan enters him. When the devil enters the Antichrist, he's the beast. It's going to be worse. People talk about hell on earth. No, it's going to be terrible. This is like a baby, a child chewing on the ice cream was going on today, even with the vaccines and stuff like that. And that's really bad compared to how the seven year tribulation is going to be. You're not going to have no rights if you're trying to hold on to endure to the end. You're not going to have no rights. WEF, the World Economic Forum, are talking about you will own nothing and you will be happy. That's just a setup. It's going to be so, this beast going to be so, uh, they ain't going to have nothing. If Klaus Schwab or even Bill Gates live, their money is not going to be able to protect them from the power of this beast. 
because he's going to make himself look good, I have no doubt. People going to call him the Savior because he's going to clean up a lot of stuff. It's like giving you free gold just to get you soft before he really wipe you out, the enemy. Now let's talk about why Disney done what they do. Why they give in to wokeness so uh, easy? Why the Bud Light give in to transgenderism? And why this new uh, commercial about I think Miller Light now to get giving in to wokeness with their commercial, knowing they're going to lose billions of dollars. They knowing it. They seeing it. Why would they go the same way? Hmm. That's another thought. <laughs> this is Joseph Brownlee. Get prepared because I'm going to bring, I'm going to read out these 45 agendas that was planned to bring, Brownlee, bring down the United States since 1930. Now, when I say I don't ask why no more, don't mean I don't get upset. Don't mean it doesn't bother me. That's the flesh. It's going to bother me because it's so mean and I just can't stand injustice. Just like, not like God. But my point is, I know this stuff is going to happen. It's not surprising to me, but it still bothers me. It still upsets me, but I don't ask why. I don't ask why no more, man. I don't. You might get mad, but I don't ask why. Because they're, this is agenda. All this is planned. They're not incompetent. They're just doing it. They're allowing all this stuff on purpose to bring down America. Will they succeed? Yes. But I don't think they will fully succeed until the church is gone. Will there be some peaks and victories for the uh, United States? Yes. But I don't know how everything is going to manifest. All I'm just saying, you need to get ready. And I'm talking to the unbeliever. So this is what I want to say to the unbeliever. <sighs> you don't want to be here in the tribulation. I'm not going to try to be fancy with this. You don't want to be here when the tribulation starts. What you are seeing going on today is called an agenda. It's been a professional, well planned since the 30s to bring down America. And you will be surprised at this 45 agendas that was by Congress, the Communist Party, back in 19 something. I don't have my notes here. I'm going to have my notes the next time. So it might take a couple of days because I want to really get through this and I want people to listen. And I'm going to tell a few people about it. But if you want, you, you know, it's up to you. And uh, I don't even know if they would have me, they would allow this on Facebook. I kind of doubt it, but you never know because they censor so much now. Censorship and all this stuff has been planned. The takeover of the media has been planned since the 30s. It's just coming to manifestation now. All this stuff is being planned. The media is not stupid. They are sold out. They are bought. They are doing this. On, they're not reporting certain things on purpose. They're not incompetent. They're just doing it on purpose. The FBI allowing all this stuff breaking down or whatever like that on purpose. Uh, some of these biggest criminals, even Biden, he's got a crime family getting away with all this stuff or seemingly to be getting away. They're not. A lot of them go go to jail. Some of them get wiped out, but that's not going to stop their agenda. It's going to it's going to manifest. See, because the problem with America is within America. America is allowed a lot of globalism and other type of, you know, uh, 
ideologies and stuff from China, Russia, and a lot of other countries manifests itself here in America, especially China. So America, China is going to have America, setting up America seems to me to destroy itself. See, China go fall too. China go fall too. China economy, they got a lot of money, but their economy is terrible, it's bad. See, China go fall too. They're not going to be the new superpower. No, China's not. So I want to throw that out there. Who would be the superpower in the tribulation period? I don't care. I don't know. Well, I can tell you the person will. It will be the beast. He will run the whole world. Like Revelation 13, he will be over all the nations. The Bible said the world. What did the world mean? The world means every nation on this earth will be ran by this beast that will be the manifestation of the devil, Satan. That's who will be running. It won't be a group of people. He'll have his cronies, I believe, but he's going to be running everything. Everything. Until he get wiped out, until the king of kings, the Messiah comes and destroys them all. But for the time being, do you want to be under this one world leader? And it's coming up to that. It can't come now because the restrainer is here, which is the church, the body of Christ. Okay? You have a chance to not go through that. By just believing. Believing what Jesus done for you. His death, burial, and resurrection. His death, burial, and resurrection. According to 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4. That's the way to be set up assured for heaven not assured from not no problems you will have some problems we can see the manifestation happening now but to be assured for the heavenly places whether you pass or you die today or whether you get caught up in the rapture or the catching away you will be ready for that plane when it come pick you up when Jesus calls us and we meet him in the air with the other believers that went before us If the, uh, for instance, if the catching away happened today, we instantly go on with Christ. While the other ones has already died before us, the other believers in the body of Christ under Paul's ministry, their bodies would be resurrected and renewed and be, their bodies would become immortal. We just would disappear, period. We ain't got to go through that. We're, if we came today, I'm talking about. I'm gone. I'm instantly with the Lord up in the air with the other believers. The other believers' bodies that was left here in the grave will become supernatural and immortal. That's called the catching away of the church, the blessed hope. As we all know as the rapture, even though the word rapture is not in the Bible. That word rapture means raptula. A Latin word means raptula, means a catching away. You can be ready for that plane and don't have to go through the tribulation under this one world leader just say the devil because he's going to be the devil Satan Satan last run see this is Joseph Brownlee body of Christ real talk I hope you got something out of this 
It's been, it was long, longer than what I thought. But like I said, as I talk, things come to my head. And I just need to get it out there, okay? God bless you all. I love you all. Until next time, remember this. I say this out of my heart because I want people to be saved. I wanted to come to the point, be careful. I wanted to come to the point that you won't have to ask the why no more. All you just say is when, see? When? Because that's why I'll be honest. I, that's why I don't ask why these things are happening because I know it's pre-planned. It's always been agenda to bring down America since the 30s. And files, what they know, 27 of them has been fulfilled. Fulfilled. Wow. Wow. Let's leave that, what, 20? 20 something, 21, whatever. But you're going to see it, the other ones that I'm going to read out, and I'm going to do the best explain that I can. It's already a manifestation, it's been fulfilled. See? Now, what I'm not saying is this is in the Bible, and the Bible said these 45 agendas was him. No, this is not in the Bible. See, the Bible don't have to explain everything point by point was going to happen to America because it's not about America. The Bible, like Les Felder was saying the other day, when God talks about certain things that's going to happen, blah, 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 with Israel, he gives a certain time and years. But when it comes to the Gentile nations, he don't. He just says certain nations will fall. He says specifically Mystery Babylon would be destroyed in one day. In one day. He didn't say how, but he said in one day. But when it comes to Israel, he's more specific. And that opened up my eyes when uh, Brother Les Felder was talking about that, which makes a lot of sense. See, God's eyes never left Israel. He didn't take over, he didn't put Israel out and abolish Israel and then put America in like some people or some ministers and churches believe or they've been taught. No. No. It's still going to be Israel, the apple of God's eye that's going to reign on this earth. Israel is going to be the top dog on this earth in the tribulation period. Nations going to be under Israel. See? Gentile nations that's left will be under Israel after the, the terrible tribulation. The 12 apostles will be judging the 12 tribes of Israel. That's on earth. But I'm going to leave you with this. It has nothing to do with the body of Christ. We are going to be reigning in the heavenly places. Okay? If you don't make it through that tribulation, dead or alive, if you don't make it, you will have to face the great white throne judgment. You don't want to face that because there's no in-between. There's no lawyer to protect you. Jesus is the judge, lawyer, assistant, and everything. His word is true, yours or not. You don't want to have to go through that. Most people are not going to make it through the tribulation. 
It's going to be so vicious. They're going to hunt you down. They're going to kill whatever left, you know, of you, whatever. I believe most of the children, that's children, going to be gone. No children is going to be left with the rapture. No doubt. All children will be raptured. God knows the accountability of age, but all children, no doubt, will be caught up. They're not going to be left here. No doubt about it. I have no doubt about that. God is not going to leave no child here to go through the tribulation. Those child children will be gone. I'm not, I'm not saying what age cycle, but I know the children I'm talking about will be gone. And the people that left, that lost their infants to abortion, I believe that God has gotten with him now. I don't doubt that at all. And if they're saved, they're going to see their lost babies in the heavenly places. I believe that. Now, did the Bible say that? No. But knowing the sovereign, loving God, I have really no doubt that if you are saved, you get saved today and you had an abortion, or you lost your child or whatever like that. I'm talking about babies and our children. God is gathering with him. See? God is gathering with him. I, I don't doubt that at all. They're in the heavenly places. But that's just my opinion. By knowing the God of the Bible. God bless you all. Love you all. Until next time, peace out. Love you. Bye-bye.